Hi, I'm Peter Mullen from Mullen Natural Health Centre. Have you ever thought about coming to see a naturopath but weren't sure if we could help? Why not try our free 15-minute phone consultations? Call 4961-4075 or go to mullenhealth.com.au for details. Good afternoon to you, Mr. Peter Mullen. How are you, mate? Well, thank you, Colin. That's the way. Today we are talking about, uh, of course, child's, or children, sorry, and the food intolerance that takes place in today's society. It's an interesting topic. Yeah, look, it's a, and it's a growing area as well, Colin. Today, Pete, of course, we are talking about food intolerance. And I suppose as a parent, well, kids, they don't come with a, with an owner's manual, with, a, with an instruction manual. Yeah, which is un- unfortunate, particularly when they get to teenagers. I could do with, um, and you know, early 20s, I could do with a, a new manual now. Mm. Would you like me to write one? <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think we might have to have a show on that and um, just get people's advice because, mm. um, yeah, constantly changing our kids. Now, just before we get too far, just tonight, if people are trying to plan out their evening, as, as many people are, you've got a uh, kids' health talk happening tonight. Yeah, we've got a great, great talk on tonight for anyone that... Um, has kids or knows kids that that do have health issues um it's a great talk even for people that you know have healthy kids but want to learn more about what they can do Uh, a big part of our focus is to help encourage parents to be more confident in managing their kids health themselves trusting their gut instinct listening to what they know is right so yeah we've still got some seats available tonight at charlestown Beautiful. And if people get onto our website at www.mullenhealth, then they can get online and book it. It's a free ticket and, um, yeah, starts at 7 o'clock. So. Beautiful. All right. Now, as a parent, I suppose you kind of have to rely on your gut instinct, doesn't it, when, you, when it comes to your child? Uh, and as a naturopath, you would often see that, you know, things can be a little difficult sometimes, yeah? Yeah, look, it's, a, it's as I was saying, like, we've sort of lost that that confidence in treating our kids ourselves you know when i was a kid if you know we had colds or sniffles or whatever i think we got um vitamin c and flat lemonade for some reason warm flat lemonade was a miracle cure Mm. which is probably the sugar content might have helped um but you know parents basically treated treated us themselves we didn't rush off to the doctors and get you know panadol and antihistamines and antibiotics and you know all the medications so there's been a big big push for you know all these ads on tv recommending that their parents if your kids have this or your kids have that then the normal thing to do is go and get child-friendly medication which possibly aren't so child-friendly mm. you know so everyone's taking you know these drugs advertised on tv by sports stars that really it's not really looking at number one why that child's sick in the first place and number two all you're really doing is treating symptoms so tonight our talk is a lot about that mm. Anyway, so with food intolerances, so, um, you know, our our food affects us a lot more than what we realise, particularly because our diets change so much and we're in, just as a a race, as a population in the West, we're eating a lot more processed foods. Um, So a good example is um, I had a client come to see me or a a mum come to see me with her child just recently and the child had been diagnosed by the doctor as having stomach migraines. And um, stomach migraines are an unusual diagnosis because scientifically there's no real blood test you can do. It's based more on symptoms, and it's where you're getting like a, a gut ache or a pain in the in the tummy that mm. you know occurs for can be months. Um, so the doctor had prescribed an antihistamine that you know would be a long term treatment, maybe two or three years, 
and you know told that that's going to fix the problem and there was no advice around diet or or anything else so we did a, a test that we do looking at food intolerances found out the child was intolerant to um, gluten dairy and eggs had moderate to severe intolerances in those areas when the mum cut those foods out tummy pain went away oh, we also also prescribed some magnesium because magnesium is great well, magnesium is my secret weapon for anyone that get gets migraines mm. i'd always anyone that gets regular migraines i'd always put them on magnesium so we gave the child some um child dose of magnesium and you know basically not a problem since so that was just a, an example of how say a food intolerance was causing the problem Mm. But, you know, unless you look further rather than just treat the symptoms, you weren't going to get a resolution. It would have resulted in long-term medication. Yeah. So, and food intolerances, you know, like, there's everybody's familiar with allergies. And, you know, one of the things that I often say is our kids' health is changing a lot. You only have to look at the number of kids now that their school and their daycare and their preschool mm. are all nut-free because everybody's developing these nut allergies. So kids are becoming more allergic. But... Allergies, usually you know if your child has an allergy because it's an immediate reaction. Mm. Same with adults. If you're allergic to peanuts, you'll start to get it, the throat close over straight away. If you're allergic to mowing the grass, you'll break out in rashes or hives. So allergies, they're an IgE response. It's an immediate response, and most times you know what they are. Mm. Intolerances are different. Intolerances are an IgG immune response. The symptoms can take, you know, they might be one hour to six hours, even 72 hours later. Um, so they're harder to track. Um, uh, the most common food intolerance for kids that we find are things like, unfortunately, most kids' diets. Mm. So it's your gluten, dairy, eggs come back fairly high, nuts, and also yeast as well. Now, unfortunately, you know, if your kid's having wheat bix with milk for breakfast, you know, a sandwich with, you know, meat or chicken or Vegemite for lunch, you're getting the yeast in the bread, the yeast, and then for dinner, you know, maybe having um, or something with eggs in it mm. or more pasta. Yeah. You can sort of see that that if the child's continuously eating those foods regularly, like it's a mm. big part of our Western diet, then they're not going to feel any better. And if you can imagine as an adult, if, you've got, if you're getting gut symptoms like irritable bowel or bloating or just being discomforted in the tummy, you really don't feel well. So that's... Mm. You know, and again, we always look at the gut and the, everything else, the brain and the nervous system. But yeah, so intolerances, cause is not fully understood, but they do tend to occur more when there is an imbalance in the good and bad gut bacteria or overexposure to certain foods, which is what I'm finding with a lot of kids that have challenges that they eat the same foods over and over. Ten signs that your child has a food intolerance and they can start off with things like tummy pain. Yeah, as I was saying earlier on, like, um, you know, diagnosis of stomach migraine, which is really tummy pain. Mm. And keep in mind that, you know, that all of these cross over to adults as well. Yeah. Um, so tummy pain, you know, symptoms of IBS, you know, there's often food intolerance involved. So that can be, you know, things like bloating, diarrhea, constipation, like that bowel variability, um, leaky gut. You know, we've talked about before on this show, which is kind of IBS, but IBS where you're actually getting toxins crossing into the system from the gut. Um, interestingly, skin problems like eczema. Yeah. And even hives, you know. So, mm. and, and I'd also include, you know, asthma and sinus and hay fever. But, you know, we sort of think of eczema as being a skin problem, but it's actually an immune problem. And again, the biggest area 
or the biggest area where our immune system sits is in that tissue surrounding the gut. So if a child's having a reaction to, say, gluten or dairy and they're prone towards eczema, that may be one of the triggers. Hives also. Uh, headaches. You know, again, one, as I was saying before, one of my favourite remedies for anyone that gets any sort of headaches is magnesium. However, um, you know, headaches definitely can relate back to what someone's eating, particularly if they've got food intolerance. Insomnia. And insomnia particularly related to gut symptoms, gut pain, bloating, wind. But also, you know, one of the one of the things a lot of my clients are sort of talking about lately, particularly in regards to gut health, is brain fog. Mm. So if you're if you're an adult and you sort of get a bit of brain fog sometimes, imagine if that was happening in a small small child's head. Mm. Um, but also that you know just that unsettled feeling, um, that overactive mind that can all relate back to intolerances and aggravate sleep problems. Um, muscle angst and joint pain. One of my other clients at the moment, a young lady, um, she gets if she eats gluten, she gets pain in excruciating pain in her knees, and mm. I can't relate why i can't understand why that would happen but when she cuts gluten out she doesn't get any leg pain and this is leg pain that causes her then not to be able to sleep it's quite quite bizarre but she's definitely got a strong intolerance to gluten um and then also behavioral problems and actually just back to that one of my um patients quite a long time ago was seeing his orthopedic surgeon for looking at some knee replacements i think mm. He had quite severe osteoarthritis. His um, uh, um, orthopedic surgeon at the time recommended to him, have you tried cutting gluten out of your diet? So interesting. Everyone's mm. different. but yeah, um, definitely. And then number 10 is behavioural issues, hyperactivity, poor concentration and mood swings. What's the quickest way to find out if your child has got a food intolerance? Look, there's a, there's a number of ways you can do it. Like the... The old, the old-fashioned way, or the, the, and this can be quite good if it's quite complex, is to mm. do an elimination diet. The challenge is we'll often start people with an elimination diet, but I might leave in eggs and rice. Mm. <clears throat> There's also a blood test you can have done. It's a pinprick, and it checks for 43 different foods, mm. including gluten, dairy. And often when we've done that with people, they've come back intolerant to rice and eggs. So the unfortunate thing when you do it, an elimination diet is you still could be eating foods that you're reactive to. Mm. So these days we tend to recommend patients get like the pinprick blood test. Um, they can go online and, and um, check it out. Mm. But um, yeah, basically it's a pinprick, checks 43 foods and you get the results back, you know, pretty quickly. Yeah. So, And for a lot of, lot of young mums that come to see us or mums generally, they'd rather have a list of the foods that they need to steer clear of rather than start with a whole heap of avoidances and then to be able to test them all back in down the track. Tell me more about how we can help our child's, uh, our children cope with food intolerance. Well, I guess once you've worked out what foods your child is more reactive to, mm. and sometimes you know, you know, sometimes you'll know that if they have um, certain foods that their behaviour might change or they're going to complain of a tummy ache or a headache. So oftentimes the blood test is good. If you can get a blood test done, it's good because it just gives you that confirmation. Mm. When you're making dietary change, though, with kids, like the biggest challenge for mums and parents is helping kids to change their diet because kids seem to be so much more restrictive with what they'll eat and so much fussier these days for all sorts of reasons. Um, so when if your child comes back with food intolerances, the whole family really needs to adopt that way of eating. Mm. 
Otherwise, it just doesn't work. There's no point having things in the fridge that your child can't have that the rest of the family has. So, And to be honest, if one child's reactive to, to say, dairy, then dairy's going to be an issue probably for everybody. So it's worthwhile cutting it out for a period of time and just seeing if you notice improvements right across the board. So eating the same food as they eat, mm. um, be creative. You know, the idea is not to make a child feel restricted, restricted rather. Use it as an opportunity to try new things and get creative with food swaps. You know, lettuce cups instead of bread, coconut, yogurt, etc. If you can get your kids on board and they're happy to try new things, that makes the whole process a lot easier. Um, often it's the dads that need more encouragement to change as well mm. um, as just the kids. And use your wider support network. Like um, on our website, we've got some great recipes. Um, We've got actually um, Carly, one of our naturopaths who's been on the radio show before, is doing a free, we're calling it Secret Mother's Business. And I think in a couple of weeks, on the 21st of March, we're doing a, a free talk. And basically it's a talk by Carly, health tips for kids, including lunchbox ideas. So mm. we're really so excited to be able to offer this to parents because often parents will say the biggest issue is what do I feed my kids, particularly when we've got to cut these foods out. So we've got that as a great resource coming up. Yep. Um, and we've got a lot of great stuff on our website for kids and kids' health. Is a food tolerance for life, Pete? No, no, Colin, not not necessarily. You know, our first priority is to remove the offending foods. Um, not just remove the foods. We want to work on then repairing the gut and supporting or calming down the child's immune res response or system. Once the child's gut's healed, it may be possible to reintroduce these foods in small quantities down the track. But that's a process that's worthwhile, you know, seeing a naturopath and going that getting help to go through that yeah. whole process yeah okay my six-week challenge i'm uh, a couple of weeks in now hasn't uh, that two weeks gone fast it's your gone, first two weeks it's been very quick indeed i've changed my lifestyle quite a lot uh probably a little naughty sometimes but you know i've been living a long time with bad habits that's yes. about cracking them you've got some results i was pretty proud of myself last week i lost two kilos in the first week which was you know, I was that two kilos in the first week was a fantastic start, mate. That was a credit. No, well, thank you. It's been hard. It isn't easy, but I'm quite enjoying it because I'm eating different foods. Uh, I feel a lot better. It's not really hard to do uh, when you have your mind on it. And we we're talking yesterday about training our mind to, you know, now eat healthy. You know, not snacking. So it's a little bit different, but I think we're on the right. We're on the right track, mate. I'm, I'm very impressed with how you've been going. And um, as you were telling me before, like diet for you was a lot more about convenience and what hmm. was easier and you know not always thinking or planning out what you're going what you're going to have um and you mentioned before that you're a lot more organized now with making your lunch to bring to work i'm very lucky that my girlfriend's very organized and that she's <laughs> saying to me all right let's do this let's we make have, this we let's have make to that. love our partners don't we, well, like, we us do. men would be hopeless without That's them right. yes. so so your girlfriend's been good she's been really supportive yeah. and she's keeping you on track a bit as well pretty much yeah yeah and i mean the shakes are nice everything's nice the food is is different you yes. know it's about cutting out the sugar cutting out the carbs cutting out this um and but you're, and you're feeling like your energy is better for oh, cutting definitely. out isn't that interesting yeah. because people think that it's the sugar and the mm. those foods that give you energy but it's not it's your body working better mm. is where you get the better energy from so it's interesting how many foods are out there that are healthy for you yeah okay great you know, that great. are easy to buy and in, you know. and really enjoyable to yeah. eat that's that was my big excuse two two big excuses one i financially can't afford to lose weight because i have an addiction with buying clothes and two it's too hard to eat healthy but the yes. fact is is that well 
one, I'll have to buy new clothes, and two, uh, <laughs> you know, it isn't too hard to buy good quality food. Fantastic. Oh, and don't forget, you can catch uh, my track on our on our website at 2NURFM.com. Go to more. The six-week challenge will pop down, and, and you can follow my progress there. Have you, put, have you put a couple of your meals on there? No, I can take some photos. See, I'm not into but, taking photos of food. Well, maybe get, get but um, I will. your girlfriend on board. Maybe she can take some photos of All some right. of the creations because I think that's inspiring for people to see that it's... That eating healthy is mm. really nice, tasty food. It's yeah. not all the old carrot stick and lettuce leaf. No, no, it's much more than that. Thank you so much for your time today. We'll talk again next week. Uh, of course, don't forget the kids uh, talk tonight. Uh, if you want more information, just head up to uh, head up to our website, and there'll be a link there uh, on the homepage to go through. So we'll go from there. Uh, don't forget you can catch this program as a podcast also. Thank you very much, Mr. Peter Mullen. Thank you, Colin. Not I'll a problem. See you next week. Yep. All right. Sounds good. Thanks for listening to this podcast from 2NURFM at the University of Newcastle. Topics range from gardening to health, well-being, pet care, finance, business and travel. You'll find them all at 2NURFM.com.